are there any special incentives you offer to startups in israel that helps the entire ecosystem yes and i'm pleased that you asked that because there are really uh, strong system mm-hmm. which as i said initiated from the perspective which i described earlier mm-hmm. but <clears throat> since the early 90s we have under a special law a special agency which is related to supporting uh, industrial r&d mm-hmm. now at many years ago it was an a, a department in my ministry we used to call it the chief scientist mm-hmm. uh, department mm-hmm. and uh, now it is a, a, a semi government agency which we call the innovation authority Welcome to another episode of the brand called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. If you are new to our channel, please consider subscribing to it and hit the bell icon so that you never miss an update. I am your host Ashutosh Garg and today I am privileged to welcome a very very senior bureaucrat, entrepreneur from Israel Mr Dove Mishor Dove welcome to the show Thank you I am honored <coughs> uh Dove is the partner of Shirat Enterprises Israel focused on high tech businesses with China He is a former director general of the Israeli Ministry of Ind- Industry and Trade He has taught at the Ben Gurion University and he's an economist So Dov let's talk a little bit about Shirat tell me about the work that you do there <coughs> Shirat is a relatively small Israeli company mm-hmm. engaged primarily in business promotion for the high tech industry mm-hmm. as you may well know Israel is blessed with many many uh, young startups with very uh, interesting technologies mm-hmm. in in various areas the strength of israel if i may say is uh, creating more and more novel technologies mm-hmm. and uh, uh, breeding more and more new young companies okay. the weakness of israel is naturally a small market if you compare it to uh, india or china or europe or mm-hmm. united states very small market i guess, i believe israel population is less than new delhi yes and uh, and uh, and uh, so it means that any startup company regardless if it is medical device or cyber or food tech or whatever mm. they must uh, from day one look outside the border of israel mm. so i happen to meet uh, the founder and the owner of shirat eliezer mano whom you know i believe Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, we met first time when he was the one of the founders of the Israeli Venture Association. Okay. That was some 20 plus years ago. Mm-hmm. At that time I was in official capacity of the Director General of Israeli Ministry of Trade and Industry. Mm-hmm. And on that capacities we met and <clears throat> later on when I left the ministry we joined forces and we focused primarily on china 
being a very big market sure. and uh, uh, was eager to, to see new technologies. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, there are plenty of Israeli companies trying to do business in China. Mm-hmm. And uh, the gap between Israeli uh, way of thinking, mentality, mm-hmm. and way of doing business, and, and, and what is done in China is huge. So you cannot go on your own to China and expect things to go smooth. Mm. They will not be will not develop smoothly. Even if you go to United Kingdom, United States, Germany, there are always gaps and problems. When you come to a country which is a different planet, mm. like China, it is a whole different uh, game. And so by doing so, And naturally, in the last year and so, or so, our uh, activities that was reduced due to the COVID, uh, and you have to, uh, you bound to know many, many Israeli companies in many, many areas. And uh, uh, you mentioned firstly that I'm an economist by, by profession, by training, mm-hmm. and this is my background. Okay. But it's, it so happened that in the last uh, several years, I may say by chance, I was exposed to many Israeli companies in the medical uh, mm-hmm. area, medical devices, which is a fascinating area. Correct. And uh, that's what I'm focusing on right now. Wonderful. So, Dov, tell me, you know, as the former Director General for Industry and Trade, I would love to get your insight into what makes Israel such an amazing place for startups in the world. Well, like uh, any Israeli, I will answer your question indirectly because I want to recall now that on, on my official capacity, which was done 20 years ago, mm-hmm. I made an official visit to New Delhi. Mm-hmm. And I met official people there. And I was even... Uh, a guest lecturer at the uh, Industrial uh, Association of, uh, uh, of India. Mm-hmm. I, I think ICI? CII, yeah. CII, sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. And that was many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on, I was privileged, as I told you, I had, uh, I had and have strong ties in China. Mm-hmm. I, as based on the fact that I was a visiting lecturer in Ben-Gurion University for many years. Mm-hmm. Some 10 years ago, I was also invited as a dict- uh, visiting lecturer to Fudan University in Shanghai, mm-hmm. and I gave a special seminar. Okay. The title was The Israeli Experience, Transformation from Low-Tech to High-Tech. Mm-hmm. So asking me this question, I can tell you sincerely, sir, that I can talk on that mm-hmm. way beyond the 40 minutes allocated to our uh, discussion. Okay. okay. The, the bottom line is, apart from the uh, mentality of Israelis who are eager to challenge and ask questions sure. and are not afraid of failures, a crucial factor in that was the involvement of the government in establishing this high-tech industry. Mm. If you go back 
from 30 years ago in Israel, the only high tech in Israel at that time was related to the defense sector. Mm-hmm. Like in many countries, the defense industry, naturally a government sponsored business, mm-hmm. was uh, the focus of the high tech and which at that time was quite limited. Mm-hmm. But it was, apart from the limited size, it was only focused on the defense industry. Mm-hmm. Then in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, because of many reasons I'm not going to elaborate on, the government started to took some measures to enhance the uh, high-tech sector. Bearing in mind that the high-tech sector is highly risky, mm-hmm. the government came with a very interesting and at that time uh, new idea, which was the bottom line was, hey, uh, friends of the uh, business sector, come on, mm-hmm. let's form together activities in the uh, high tech. Right. We will share the risk together, mm-hmm. but once there is an upside, you take all the upside. So the, from the perspective of a business person, you could say that this is a very lousy idea. Mm-hmm. If we make a business, in which we both share the risk, but if there is an upside, you take all the upside. Mm. It seems very unwise from one from my side. But the Israeli government perspective was that the government is not looking for financial profit. Mm. Unlike the business sector, the government is looking for the macroeconomic impact, uh, like creating more jobs, like expanding the economy, like then after expanding the economy, collecting more taxes. Mm-hmm. Now, this was a very novel idea 25 or 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Now we can say that uh, there is a proof of concept to this idea. Right. Bearing in mind that at that stage, there was no venture capital industry in Israel. The government launched such venture capital industry in such a pattern, mm-hmm. in, a, in an unequal way, sharing the risk, but not sharing the profit. Mm. And today, the venture capital industry in Israel is booming. Involvement of the government was crucial. Fantastic. So tell me, uh, Dov, you know, are there any special incentives you offer to startups in Israel that helps the entire ecosystem? Yes. And I'm pleased that you asked that because they are really a strong system, mm-hmm. which, as I said, initiated from the perspective which I described earlier. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> since the early 90s, we have under a special law, a special agency, which is related to supporting uh, industrial R&D. Mm-hmm. Now, at Many years ago, it was an, a, a department in my ministry. We used to call it the chief scientist mm-hmm. uh, department. Mm-hmm. And uh, now it is a, a, a semi-government agency, which we call the Innovation Authority, mm-hmm. dedicated to the same ideas, namely uh, supporting startup companies. Mm-hmm. Now let's play a game. Support you and me. We want to establish a new startup, Mm -hmm. any area, 
food tech, medical device, whatever. Okay. And when we are in the initial stage mm -hmm. of our idea, mm -hmm. and we maybe we, we take some of our personal money, mm -hmm. then we start to formulate our ideas. Correct. Then we can approach the government, this okay. innovation authority, mm -hmm. as I said, uh, uh, and, and we come with our ideas, we make a presentation. Innovation authority will then uh, nominate an external specialist who is familiar with this uh, particular subject, mm -hmm. with food tech, milk tech, whatever it is, mm -hmm. and they will give the evaluation. Once they give a positive evaluation, the government will give us money, which is non-dilutable. Namely, mm -hmm. this money is a sort of a grant. Namely, we don't, we, we don't, it is not a loan that you repay it. Mm -hmm. If you, you have to repay it only on, on condition that it is a successful startup. Mm -hmm. Once the startups begin to make profit mm -hmm. and to make sales, then you pay certain uh, royalties to the government. Okay. This is the, the bottom line. There are many details, but this is the bottom line. Mm -hmm. And you know, you have, you also taught uh, about the relationships between government and industry. Now, in most countries that I have seen, there is a there is a lot of suspicion between government and industry. In Israel, they seem to work very closely together. What do you do differently? The most striking, first of all, I would say yes, you are right. Mm -hmm. And the most striking uh, things that come to my mind mm -hmm. are in two areas, foreign trade policies and uh, industrial R&D support. Mm -hmm. Now, since the, the last 30 years, we had government coalition mm -hmm. of various types, Correct. left wing and right wing, and they had very uh, diverse policies mm -hmm. with regard to everything. Mm -hmm. But when you, like a country like India, you have various parties okay. and you have various uh, policies. True. But when it comes to two main things, which is foreign trade policy, and industry, supporting of industrial R&D, mm. there was a consistent continuity of the same pattern of policies regardless of the color of the government. Incredible. Mm. I think that is a very important part. You know, foreign policy, even in my country, they, people tend to agree, though there is a little bit of uh, cribbing once in a while, but on industrial policy, uh, every party seems to have their own view. So, you know, I think that's a very big difference. So my next question to you, uh, Dove, is that, you know, uh, given the pandemic now that we are all going through, uh, and Israel uh, is, is the only country that seems to have handled the pandemic the best in the world, and congratulations. What do you think are the opportunities that have come up because of the pandemic? That's a very good question. Frankly speaking, before we started our discussion today, mm -hmm. I just make uh, I thought to myself, if I may be asked about this question. Mm -hmm. Now, you know that tourism worldwide collapsed. Mm -hmm. That's a known fact. So countries like Spain or Italy or Greece are very uh, 
negatively affected because of that. We have also a tourism industry which was severely hit by the COVID. But luckily enough, we have other industries which gained, like I say, there are winners and losers in every aspect of uh, uh, human phenomena. Mm -hmm. And in, we, the losers, naturally in Israel, like in any other country, is the, is the tourism industry, hotel chains and whatever. The winners are many of the high-tech uh, companies in various areas. And let me give you two examples. The most striking one is the medical device industry. There are plenty uh, of medical companies which got a huge boost due to the COVID. If it is telemedicine or if it is uh, uh, creating new new ventilation machines in a very effective and novel way. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I, I, I say particularly medical devices, not medicines, because you know very well, sir, that to, to develop a new medicine, to develop a new molecule, it may take you 12 years or 15 years yep. and 12 billion or 15 billion US dollars. Mm -hmm. When you come to medical device, it's much more technology oriented. Mm -hmm. Now, the other area is about uh, uh, business activity which are done remotely. Mm -hmm. Is it in the fintech or insurance or e commerce? Mm -hmm. And there are plenty of Israeli companies which gain plenty of money mm -hmm. and plenty of success, I would say. Mm -hmm. I even remember they call, call it now that I read in one article several months ago or so about a successful Israeli high-tech company and they said we got huge investment from the US mm. by, only by Zoom discussion. Mm. So they had Zoom meeting with the potential investor which led to some investment. Mm. Amazing, amazing. Now, what would you say then are uh, you know, are, are some of the challenges that are being faced with uh, by, by Israeli companies in doing business across the whole world? Well, of course, first of all, uh, 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 the COVID has its burden. Hmm. We cannot uh, avoid that. I mean, hmm. there are much less travels between countries. Hmm. And although you can do a lot by Zoom, as we do now, hmm. It still puts some burden on companies. Correct. If you have, for example, a new medical device and you want to train doctors in India mm. or in Peru or wherever, mm. you can do it by Zoom, but it is less effective sometimes than by face-to-face uh, -face meeting. Mm. So the COVID has its uh, toll on, 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 on us. Secondly, from Israel perspective, mm -hmm. When we started our path or our adventure with the high-tech industry, mm. we were quite unique mm. worldwide. I mean, mm. put aside United States, of course, uh, but today in many countries, most of the countries, and I can tell you vividly about China, which I know, mm. Mm. Uh, frankly, much better than I know now in India, mm. they are more focused on technology and uh, uh, developing their economy, technology-oriented, <coughs> excuse me, 
And so the competition, from our perspective, mm. becomes harder. Mm. So, uh, Dov, I'm going to now move to the last segment of our conversation, which are a few sure. questions for you personally. Sure. Uh, my first question to you is that, you know, you've done some amazing work for the government. You're doing such an amazing amount of work for Shirat. You worked in India, worked with China. What are some of the core values you have always believed in? Start with honesty. Honesty. Mm -hmm. If you speak with some people, you must be honest mm -hmm. and play with a fair game. I would say this is the prime motive. Right. If we, if we are going to do some business together, sir, mm -hmm. uh, my starting point will be that you are an honest man and I will behave honestly with you. Mm -hmm. If unfortunately there person on the other side Correct. defense hmm. will prove unhonest, I am finished. I cannot go on with that. Hmm. So honesty is 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 uh, is, is prime prime uh, consideration, hmm. I would say. Secondly, and here I I, I recall my uh, education as an economist. Hmm. You have to think each issue to see it in the broader context of it. And uh, we as an economist have uh, some terms to speak about uh, externalities in economics. I'm not going to, do, uh, to discuss this in detail, of course. But you have, when you, when you uh, are challenged with a certain technology mm. or with a certain uh, business problem or with a certain challenge mm. in agriculture mm. or financial sector, whatever it will be, when you try to come up with a solution or you try to evaluate the solution of someone else mm. go to, to the table, you have to see, to see the broadest picture and not to focus, not to be narrowly focused. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. So I have time for two more questions for you. My next pleasure. question uh, is that as you look back at life and as you, from where you stand today, what does success mean to Dove? Oh, <laughs> success is, uh, it's hard to explain. It's definitely not big money Correct. or not only big money. Mm -hmm. Success is when you have a, a plan to do something mm -hmm. and the plan is accomplished. Mm -hmm. It can be monetary success, but not necessarily. But if you have some vision for something, or you have some plan for something, mm -hmm. and later on you see it is accomplished, let's say 90% accomplished mm -hmm. or 85%, then you feel quite well about that. Wonderful, wonderful. And my last question to you, though, is that, you know, who or what keeps inspiring you? Well, I mean, you can speak about various levels. If you speak mm -hmm. about uh, politics, mm -hmm. I can speak about our late Prime Minister who was assassinated 25 years ago. Mm -hmm. If you speak about business, mm -hmm. there are some uh, business leaders in Israel 
I, I called now two who already passed away, mm. which I was very impressed by him. One was Ms. Dovel Outman, who was in the textile industry. Mm-hmm. And the other one was Eli Horowitz, who was in the, in the medical industry. Mm-hmm. They had a very broad understanding that you don't need to focus narrowly, but to see where the vision, where are you going to. Mm. I think I was very impressed by them too. Wonderful, wonderful. Dov, thank you so much. It's been such my a pleasure. pleasure speaking to you. I've my really pleasure enjoyed, well. I really enjoyed everything you've told me about how well Israel functions. Thank you again. My pleasure. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You videocast and podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for The Brand Called You.